Hey, remember to subscribe and follow my podcast so when I release a new episode, you get a notification. And follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. I am very active on there. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. So some of the most important things that we need, nature gives to us anyway, and yet we always rely on man and supermarkets to provide things that we need when that's all to do with profit. And what we actually need is provided by nature. For example, vitamin D is crucial for our immune system, and yet we don't get enough sun and we take vitamins to supplement it. And it's not the same effect. It's like vitamin C from a tablet is different to vitamin C in fruit. It's not quite the same. It's so powerful. It's so important, I mean, to have vitamin D. Yeah, I love sunlight. <laughs> um, um, I've been trying to, like, get a lot of sunlight recently. And just being in nature all the time. Because it's, like, one of my favorite things to do. Just yeah, hiking. People underestimate the power of nature. Like it has such a calming effect on the body and the mind and overall health. And yet it's taken for granted. It's like when it's too hot, we go inside. And when it's in the winter, we're inside. We're never outside in nature. We're always around phones, technology, Wi-Fi, light, electricity. We're never, we don't know what it's like consciously or subconsciously to feel no electricity like how often do we just go into nature into a field where there's no electricity around us we're just always around electricity and we don't actually know what it feels like and it has to be having such a negative effect on ourselves yeah i can actually feel like the energy shift like if you go from a place that is like just on the road and once you go into the forest you can actually i don't know i actually feel like the energy change it's weird. And like your breathing slows down. <laughs> it's true because you're getting pure oxygen as opposed to like fumes and dust in a house. For example, a house collects so much dust, right? We're breathing all that in. We're not supposed to be breathing in dust. We're supposed to be outside breathing in oxygen. So your body's going to react differently to breathing in oxygen as opposed to breathing in gas or breathing in fart or breathing in... I don't know, fumes of a car, it's going to make a hell of a difference. It's like if you put sun on a plant, it's going to grow up. But if it doesn't have a bit of sun, it's not going to grow. So our body's going to react almost instantly different to breathing in oxygen as opposed to dust and fumes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just really like being in nature. And it really has a calming effect to my mind and my body so usually I try to go out all the time yeah I'm trying to like do work outside but it's kind of hard because there's no wi-fi <laughs> that's the thing you can connect you can put your 3g phone as a hotspot so you can get your phone turn it to a hotspot and use your laptop to connect so you're getting the best of both. You're getting the sun, you're outdoors, oxygen, and you're still doing your work. Like I'm indoors now because my iMac needs to be connected to Wi-Fi. I can't go to the field with my big iMac. Yeah. I also need to power it up. So if you've got a laptop, then you've got the best of both worlds because you can connect to Wi-Fi through your phone, use your laptop and sit in a forest like a monk. <laughs> <laughs> Just meditate in outside. Yeah, meditation. Anyway gone yeah um just meditate whenever that's what i've been doing and instead of like doing mindless activities just meditate and do like more mind stimulating things <laughs> what and like nature and like nature I would say is it's just one of the best places to just be you know you don't really have to do anything you just sit there I think a lot of us are human doings and not human beings true we do too much <laughs> that's a good little good little good little quote a lot of us are human doings rather than beings did you make that up 
No, I just kind of heard it around different people. <laughs> if you go back in time, right, we've come from sort of just hunting, like waking up like animals and just eating or grazing like a cow or hunting. We've we've come from just waking up and hunting for food. And then when we get our food, we eat it, then we have a nap and then we have a bit of sex and then we sleep again. Yeah, our brains are now constantly active, constantly doing stuff. And that's the only reason why we've evolved, I believe, to live until like 90, 100, because our brains are keeping our body alive. Whereas if there was no brain activity, hence why a fly, for example, lives for like a few days and then it dies because it's got no brain. It's just like there's just nothing there. It just produces, dies, produces, dies. We live so long because our brains are so full of stuff, keeping our bodies a power. That's the reason why, for example, our bodies deteriorate at like halfway through life. We start losing our eyesight. Our hearing goes a little bit. Our joints hurt. But yet we might live for another 50 years until we're 100 because our brains are alive. So we're brains. We're not designed to be always doing something. We're designed to just be rather than do, as you were saying, human doings, human beings. <laughs> we're designed to just be human. What is a human? It's just being. What is being? just doing it like just doing nothing just existing human being there you know um yeah instead we're doing and our brains never have time to switch off it's dangerous so do you think it's like a bad thing for us to be living longer um so it's all circumstantial for example if you are a active entrepreneur and you want to change the world conquer the world you know, set up companies in every country, then that's just brain activity. And I need to do this. And how long will it take me to do this? Potentially a long time, which means I need a long time to do stuff. So if you're somebody who wants to do a lot of stuff in life, then you're just ticking off your thoughts, more thoughts, more time you need. So therefore, you need to live a longer life in order to get your shit done. However, looking at it overall, as a human species, and the benefits and detrimental sides to living longer, um, it's all circumstantial based on what you're like. If you eat and drink and you eat shitty food and you're unhappy and depressed, then being alive is just no point. What's the point of living if you're not living? The point is to live and to be free and like enjoy life. Whereas if you're just living, existing as I call it, then there's no point in you being here. So there's a only point in living longer if you are living for the length of time. Otherwise, you're not happy. What's the point? You're a plant that's dead. Just what's the point? You know, you, you, there's no point. So it's all circumstantial if you enjoy life or not. Because um, I believe you can live to like, you know, 250 years old in the right circumstances. <laughs> just meditated all day, lived in nature, ate well, exercised, had sex, enjoyed life. You could live for as long as you want. So many people are dying so young because of their lifestyle, their diet, their unhappiness. Yeah. It's just we are created. We've, we've allowed ourselves to live this long and we're also killing ourselves off. So we're, we're in control of everything. We can die where we want to die and live for as long as we want to live. So your answer is, is it good or bad? It depends on if you want to live or not and if you've got stuff to do in your life. <laughs> yeah. It's a long answer. Yeah. Usually I, I just keep things short for me. Because it's hard you... for me. Go on. Sometimes it's like really hard for me to word my thoughts, I guess. So usually I keep my answers pretty short. See, that's the thing, right? It's not that you're keeping it short. You're carefully selecting what to say to provide an accurate answer. So many people, they don't. When they answer or they speak, it's just bollocks. I look at it like this. If you were to write down your words, what you say, in a book, and you read the book, the sentence would be structured perfectly, and you'd get the answer. Most people, if you wrote down their thoughts on a piece of paper and read it to somebody, they wouldn't be able to follow what you were saying. It would just be a load of nonsense. It'd be like, I'm like, if, but, you know, well, well, technically, blah, 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 blah. It's bollocks. If you simplify all of that, the answer is pretty much simple. The length of the question often means the same length of the answer. So if the question started like this, the answer would be like this. 
It's all to do with like <laughs> sound and vibrations. What goes out will come back. So if your sent if your question is really long, you need a really long answer because you've added lots of information in that question. If your question's like hungry, yeah. Or why is it when you wake up, you suddenly need to go to the toilet? Because when I drink water throughout the day, I need to let it go during the night. It's 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 exactly the same flow. Um, so <laughs> when you say you carefully, when you say you can't speak your thoughts, it seems like it compared to other people because they're talking bollocks. But you're just thinking and pausing and answering what's needed. Like you're only answering what you've what you've been asked. You're not elaborating <clears throat> unnecessarily. You're not talking shit, basically. That's OK. That's OK. Yeah. It's kind of like what you give out, you receive. Yeah. And like your inner reality reflects your outer reality. It's like everything is in flow. <laughs> what kind of vibration you give out, you receive. Yeah. And do you know the Emerald Tablet? No, what is that? Do you know um, Thoth? Thor. Thoth. No. From a ancient Egypt. No, tell me. Um. He's like from, do you know Atlantis? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the lost civilization that they can't find? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm watching something on YouTube at the moment. It's a, it's a channel. It's called Your Universe. And they've got all this ancient stuff and lost periods <laughs> underwater. I haven't actually watched those because I'm more interested in the other stuff. But now you've mentioned it, I might uh, take a peek tonight. I always play it before I go to bed and fall asleep listening to it. So I'll wake up tomorrow morning and I would have listened to all this information about Thor and the lost whatever you said. And I'd be like, I don't know how I know. I just do. So I listen to it whilst I was sleeping. Best time to learn, by the way, when you're sleeping. Yeah. It's like your subconscious mind. It absorbs everything. So best of both worlds. You can rest your brain that you were using during the day and the other part of the brain can listen. So you can listen and mm -hmm. you can sleep. It's not just like one brain where you're using it all for everything and then you're not. It's different parts of the brain does different things. You can sleep and restore memories in one part and the other part you can listen. So you're getting perfect sleep like I do, eight hours and waking up naturally. And then I'm also listening to new knowledge, which saves me time during the day. So I can podcast during the day because otherwise listening to hours and hours of YouTube videos will just take up all my time. So I learn during the night and I speak during the day. It's a perfect balance of learning during the night, speaking what I've learned during the day, and then I sleep. <laughs> it's that brain's true. It's so fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. But how does it work, though? Um, well, when you are, say you're at school and your brain's active, you're thinking about girls, thinking about Xbox, thinking about food, thinking about playing with your friends or thinking about making whatever when you get back. Yeah. Your brain's active. It's not present. It's not listening to the teacher. When you're thinking in your head, you are not listening what's outside your head. So when the teacher's talking and you're thinking in your head, you're missing half of what she's saying. Right. So you're not actually following the knowledge and it's not being stored in your head. Right. And also when we listen, we see images and we hear sounds to kind of translate what we're, what we're being listened to so we understand it. But when you're asleep, there's no brain activity. You're in a meditative mindset. You're basically you're unconscious. Unconscious is just meditative mindset. So now you're a meditative monk in the forest and he's just aware <laughs> of everything around him, that tree that fell, the animals walking, the birds, the snake. He's a thing. He can when you're asleep, it's the same as listening to your teacher in a meditative mindset. All you can do but is listen. There's nothing else to do. So when you're asleep, your brain is just unconscious. So you're just listening to everything. You've got no internal voice, just thinking about stuff. So now you can follow word for word what you're listening to on that YouTube video. And at the same time, the other part of the brain, well, it's resting based on how much 
activity you used in that day before. Like if you meditate, you don't need to sleep as much because the difference between meditating and sleeping is just you, sh- you just you go into a deeper mindset. So the frequency changes. So if you um, think about that time when you're just about to fall asleep, okay, that difference in frequency, it's only a slight frequency change. So if you get to that mindset, that meditative mindset, but not closing your eyes, you'll sleep and awake. It's the same thing. It's just putting the brain into a certain frequency. Yeah. So you can sleep. You can sleep during the day. Literally, you can sleep in a field playing football because you're using a physical body, but your mindset's not the same. You can meditate and sleep while you're playing football. So you can kick a ball and not think. It's so powerful. Like there's so much the brain can do. No one is on. You can sleep while you're playing football. Is what I'm claiming, right? And I'm also claiming <laughs> you can learn as much as you can during the day while you're sleeping. So basically, the brain is a fucking turbo machine. It's like a computer, dual core, as opposed to just Intel core, you know, whatever the fuck that means. So do you, like, remember anything? I remember everything. I absorb everything. I just remember everything. Like, I can remember the shopping I got my mum last week, or the stuff she wrote in the shopping list. I just I just retain everything I hear, everything I see. It's quite incredible. I just remember yeah. everything. That's amazing. I should like, I remember that. I remember people's phone numbers from ten years ago from school. I don't I don't even see anymore. I can remember all their phone numbers. I can remember their email addresses, like the MSN, you know? Yeah. Stuff from like ten, fifteen years ago. I just remember it all. The brain's powerful, it really is. But you have to activate it. You've got to know how to activate it. Otherwise, you won't know how to use it properly. How do you activate it? Good sleep, good diet, exercise, <clears throat> water, filtered water, not England it is anyway. Um, meditation is powerful, happiness being present just like when a waiter takes your order she's not going coke lemonade lemonade nice coke and ice lemonade coke coffee coffee without milk she's not doing that she's just listening to what you are saying and then when she goes to make the stuff it just comes to her she trusts and knows that the orders will come to her and she won't fuck up that's the secret to be present and just to listen to what's being said and looking at what is there your brain will absorb light and it will and it will absorb sound. That is it. An animal will realize when something changes in its environment. For example, you've got a snake in the grass, right? It's hiding itself with green grass because the snake is green. Well, the rabbit will realize that that grass has changed color and he'll know there's a snake there. We just know things. A bird will know when I throw bread in the garden. And it will know that something's changed and it will go down and eat the bread. Our eyes know when things have changed. We don't have to do anything. We just have to be present and trust our gut that it's always right. And yet we complicate everything. Just be observed. Just observe. Human be in. So human being, human be in present human be in in so be in be in go within human go within human being not doing not being going <laughs> in yeah go within if you it's interesting if you if you um if you divide up words okay yeah. you'll find that they always have meaning so for example law of attraction attract action attraction if you go back to like Latin, I don't know what it's like for Japanese language, but in English language, all the words go back to like sounds and then they link sounds and it becomes another word. So like, you know, being, what is that person doing? He's being, what is he? Is he a duck, a cow <laughs> or a human? He's a human. Oh, so he's a human being. Yeah. He's a cow being. That's right. You get it? Things yeah. always go back to just present. And now I've realized human being i can't say the same for duckling you know <laughs> duckling ing 
Um, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember like all the things you listen to when you sleep, when you wake up? You remember? So I don't. I don't know what I've listened to, but I find myself the next day thinking about something that I know I was listening to during the night. So, for example, if I'm thinking about quantum entanglement, then I would have a better understanding of quantum entanglement the next day. So I have the knowledge and I'm thinking about it, but I didn't consciously learn. I subconsciously learned. So, yeah, I find myself thinking about the stuff that I was listening to whilst I was asleep. Honestly, it's like imagine you wish you had twice as much time in the day because you go to work and then you come back. You don't have time to paint or play football or play Xbox. Just imagine you could have twice as long in your day when you think about, OK, if half my day is learning, for example, for example, if you're a student at school, you could learn all the stuff during the sleep. No more of the stuff because you actually were listening while you were sleeping, whereas at school you're not listening. You're thinking about, I can't wait for this fucking lesson to finish. You could learn all your stuff while you're asleep and then you'd have eight hours every day to play football, to paint to do whatever you wanted, and yet you'll be smarter than all the kids in the school. Your brain can, this can divide into two. <laughs> so you just randomly, like, think of those things. Like, so, they yeah. just come to your mind. Just randomly, I'll just start thinking about something, and I'll be like, oh, that's what I listened to last night. Or, as you said, I don't know what this pyramids, Egyptian stuff is. If I was listening to it tonight, tomorrow, I'd suddenly be thinking about well, the Greek helped the Egyptians build that, and they built it underwater as opposed to on land. Hence why you can lift bricks as big as that. I just think like that, and that's my answer. That's the knowledge. I didn't know how the pyramids are built, and they're probably built from underwater. So it's easier to guide the rocks and to use other rocks to put them down on the other rock. So, so you know, it sinks, and then you, you guide it and you move it because it's water, so it's easier to move something, and you keep building it. And as the tide rises, then the pyramid goes underwater, you can build the next layer. And as the water what wipes away, you're left with a big pyramid. Things like that. I just know. And I don't know how I know. Yeah. Do you think it works for everybody? It works for everybody. The human brain is exactly the same, male or female. It's exactly the same, apart from the chemicals like estrogen for a female and testosterone for a male. Every brain is born exactly the same. Maybe different size because men are bigger than women. The chemicals might be different, but the brain can. It, it's, it's just like a fresh whiteboard at birth. You can teach that brain anything. Everyone's got a fresh whiteboard at birth. No matter where you are on the planet, whether you're male or female. And yet you can learn anything and everything exactly the same way. They say you could learn like Chinese language whilst you're sleeping. I've not tried it. <laughs> I think it would be possible, but it would take a long time of listening. For example, I'd wake up and I'd just be like, I wouldn't know what that means, but I know it would make sense. And then I'd speak to say, <laughs> Siri and Siri would be yeah. like, Siri would be like, Oliver, you've already had a shower today. And I'd be like, hmm, that must mean what I said was, have I had a shower? And then I wouldn't know what that meant. But then I would realize after listening to me repeating back, it would mean, have I had a shower? So, yeah, the brain can do anything. And especially if you want to help yourself get to sleep, you need to switch off the brain. And you switch off the brain by listening as opposed to thinking. As I said, you can't listen to the teacher whilst thinking about what's for dinner tonight. It just doesn't work like that. It's one or the other. If you have trouble sleeping, listen to stuff, which means your brain will be listening, and the part of the brain that's keeping you awake by thinking won't Every night, you will learn so much knowledge without even realising, and you'll have so much knowledge in your head that you don't even know is there until somebody's like, how did the Egyptians build that pyramid? And you'll be like, well, they were floating in the water and then they got a rock and they brought it into the middle and they sunk it with another rock and then put another rock on top. And that's how they did it. And they'd be like, oh, where'd you learn this? 
I don't know. I just know. Well, how do you know? I don't know. I think I learned it when I was asleep. What do you mean you were asleep? <laughs> yeah, but I was listening to YouTube. Oh, so you didn't read a book or anything? No. It'll be like that. Anyone can do this. You can listen to YouTube videos about anything that you want. And you'll wake up knowing all this amazing knowledge. You can do this for 30 days. Find a YouTube channel that you just love listening to. Listen to it all whilst you're sleeping. It'll just autoplay through the night, video after video, and you'll have all this amazing knowledge and you have no idea how or why. What if they just do it for one day? Does it have to be, like, consistent? Absolutely. It's like you can't go to the gym for one day and expect to have a (laughs) six-pack. You've got to do it for at least, like, a couple of weeks. Our brain is a muscle. You've got to train it. You've got to train it to absorb information when you're sleeping. You've got to train any body muscle to do something. You can't just go and walk for two hours. Your leg's going to rake. You've got to build it up. Yeah. Every pattern in life takes three weeks for our bodies to adapt to. A routine, for example. You can't just stop smoking overnight. You've got to stop smoking gradually over three weeks. You, Our brains take three weeks to change pattern. If I said you need to go and get yourself a... a pair of roller skates you've got other stuff to do first that you thought about three weeks ago so you're not going to get the roller skates now you're going to get the roller skates in three weeks time because you're doing all the stuff you thought about three weeks ago and then once you've done all that you now get into the present of when i said this so we're on this constant delay of procrastination so rather than procrastinating we need to catch up do all the stuff now right now there's no reason for you to do three today, four tomorrow, one the next day, have a break, to do 28 things. You can do 28 things right now. Get in your car, drive and do all that stuff. Clear your room, tidy this, do this, do that, apply for these jobs. You could do it all in a day. So now you've not got three weeks to do all this stuff. Now you can get the roller skates tomorrow or now because you're up to date on your thought. And being up to date on thought is like emails. As the email comes in, deal with it. Don't let it build up in your inbox. Don't pick and choose the ones you want to reply to. Time order is crucial. The timing of when things come into your life in terms of the universe is so precise that you can't be avoiding the last email because you prefer that person. Because the chances are you respond to that one because you liked it. They'll say, sorry, but we've found somebody now. And that new person will be like, sorry, we've got someone else too. Because you picked and choose. You went into the past. So now you've lost everyone. So deal with it as it comes in up to date on your thought because it's all a frequency and it all has perfect timing and it comes in exactly the right time when it's supposed to and you can't pick and choose the universe is aligning it all up do you think we should respond to everything correct if you don't want it coming into your life again deal with it for example if you get emails coming in newsletters unsubscribe if you don't want it if you do want it, keep it. Simple as that. If it doesn't have purpose in your life, remove it. If it does have purpose, keep it. Store it. File it so you know where it is. If someone's calling you, there's a reason. They're trying to get something from you. Friends, business, whatever. If you don't want that business to call you because you're not interested in the product, say I'm not interested. If this person, your friend, for example, keeps calling you, and you don't want to go out, <laughs> ask yourself, why do I not want to go out with this person? He's a prick. Say to him, look, I don't really want to see you anymore because we don't have anything in common or I don't like seeing you. You're negative or whatever. You always put me down. You've dealt with that person. He's not going to come back anymore. Emails that come in. If you don't need that newsletter for that catalogue anymore, unsubscribe. The point is that deal with everything that comes into your life. Remove it for good keep it if you're going to keep it there needs to be a reason why you're keeping it and yeah. if you filter out all the bollocks that's coming in you realize that 100% of your stuff is made as 100% of the stuff that comes into your life 70% <coughs> is bullshit that we don't need and 30% is stuff that we kind of need and yeah. then like 10% is stuff that we actually need so yes deal with everything that comes into your life everything people you see Social media, email, post, calls. Deal with it. If you don't want the person to come around with the milk anymore, the milkman, tell him, I don't want any milk. Mm-hmm. If you don't want weeds to grow through your flower bed, 
get on your fucking knees and pick the weeds out. Because what do you expect is going to happen if you don't? They're going to keep growing. Everyone in life is a weed. It's going to come back unless you deal with it. Some some weeds are good. Some weeds are bad. The weed at the end of the day is just something that's growing and living and creating more of it. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just if you don't deal with the weeds, they keep growing. Deal with the weeds. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard to determine if they were good or bad, like the weeds, you know. Yeah, so yeah. you got to think, does this thing or person provide me value tomorrow? If the answer is yes, keep them coming in. If the answer is no, ask yourself why. And if you can't have a reason, if you can't find a reason why they have purpose and value today or tomorrow, remove them, remove it. It's like looking yeah. in your drawers. I bet you've got loads of old pencils and rubbers and elastic bands and bollocks <laughs> in your drawers. It's like, well, that was relevant three years ago. Why the fuck is it relevant now? Does that serve me purpose tomorrow? I don't even have long hair anymore. Why the fuck have I got hair bands? So do, am I going to need it tomorrow? No. It's going to take my hair about six months to grow long enough for a hairband. So bin it. The point is that if you keep everything now, that was made up of the past that or something you needed... As life goes on, things change, circumstances change. Yeah. It's going to become unmanageable. If you don't deal with the emails as they come in, you're going to have to deal with 2,000 emails. Because every time you sign up to something, you subscribe. You can't just ignore it. It's going to keep coming back. They're the weeds. Deal with the emails as they come in. You have a clean inbox. You sign up to something. They send you an email. Unsubscribe straight away. You've killed the cancer before it's even a chance to spread. You've killed the weed before it creates another one. Don't just let inbox flood. Don't let the weeds grow because now you're going to have to do five times as much work killing all those weeds when you could have just picked that one. But yet we're lazy, not because we want to be lazy, because there's always something else to do. And now we focus on that. And then tomorrow there's something else to do. We focus on that. And then we focus on that. Before you know it, fucking five months has passed and you've not done anything. You've just been on catch up. And the only way to free yourself is to go back, reset, meditate, clear your thoughts. And all those thoughts won't have relevance anymore. And you simply won't give a fuck about anything because you'll be so peaceful. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like even like stuff on your phone, like your old photos and stuff, just delete them. Absolutely. Those photos, I was, I listened, I can't remember where I heard this. I think it was, oh yeah, Netflix thing, Dave Chappelle, Mark Twain Award. He says he was at a party or some friends were at his party and he was like, stop taking photos, create memories, a.k.a. store it in your head, be present, enjoy that feeling as, a, as an experience, as a feeling. Don't take a fucking photo, don't get your stupid phone out. Because what's going to happen is, is that you're not going to remember that experience because you were looking at it through your phone. Your phone's going to run out of space, so you're going to delete the photo. So you aren't actually there. Yeah. But you weren't just not there for that moment. You weren't there for five years because you were never there. You are on your phone. And you deleted five years' worth of stuff because you lost your phone, the iCloud backup didn't work. So five years of your life is just, what happened? Where the fuck was I? A lot, a lot of the reasons why I remember so much stuff is because I'm present. I'm constantly aware and I'm listening and I'm absorbing everything. Whereas most people, they're not actually there. They're thinking they're on the phone. So they're not not retaining that information the same. So your question was the photos. Yeah. stop. People need to stop taking photos. Because there's always going to be a chance to take a photo. There's always going to be a memory. There's always going to be a duck doing a backflip. There's always going to be a bumblebee <laughs> and a fox. There's always going to be a lovely flower. There's always going to be a nice dish you can eat. Well, when does it stop? It doesn't stop. That's the whole point. So be present. Experience. When you see a celebrity, look at them. Say hello. Shake their hand. It's a big problem. Yeah. Brain activity. People aren't anymore. It's a fantastic thing you said. Nobody is being. No humans are just being anymore. We're always doing. We're human doings. I love that. Human doings not human beings fantastic 
I think most people just have too much stuff to do. There's like so much chaos and you have too much to do. Something just comes to my mind. You know, you know, chaos means like a lot going on. You know, a supermarket kiosk. Yeah. You know, a checkout kiosk. Yeah. It just came to me. Kiosk and chaos. I don't know if it's the same word. If it even sounds the same. If it's about the same, I don't know. But chaos and kiosk. What, what is chaos? It's a lot of stuff happening all in one go. A checkout kiosk. You put all the shopping on the thing and it brings it all forward. There's just so much food just like in motion and just like bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> chaos, chaos, whatever. So maybe it has a connection. But when you think about chaos, it's just too much. Think about the kiosk. I don't know if even that's the word. Too much. Too much luggage at the airport that the luggage man can't cope and all the luggage falls off. And he's like, fucking hell, where do I start? It's just shit everywhere. There's a dildo falling out of the bag. A person's towel's ripped. What the fuck do I do? That's what people's brain are like. It's just overflowing with stimulant, stimuli, stimulation. The neurons are just firing up. Uncontrollable. Just like the the luggage at the airport. It's just, you can't, it's malfunction. You can't turn it off. It's just... Suitcases falling everywhere, down there, up there, up his ass, everywhere. Can't cope. That's people's brain. The the suitcase thing at the airport. I know this because my dad used to say that was my brain. He used to say my brain was computer tabs, too many tabs open. I did. I said like 30 tabs open. Facebook, YouTube, fucking everything. How to make this, how to do that. I couldn't find anything. Just fucking loads of tabs. Now, when I do my podcasts, I open up my tabs and then I shut down everything and start again the next day. Refresh. Reset. That's what people's brains are. They keep open tabs on the day before and the day before and the day before and the day before thinking I might need it again. You put stuff in your drawer. I might need that again. I might need that again. No, you won't. And then they try and use their computer six days on and it's so fucking slow because there's so much shit in it. So many tabs open, so many programs open. The human brain created the computer in the vision of itself. Look at a computer. That's our brain. Shut it all down. Use the stuff you need. File it. Order it. So you can find it. If you don't need it, fucking shut it down. And if you need it, you know where it is. Like a wine cellar. Put all that lovely wine underground. A special occasion when your family comes around. Crack open that bottle of wine. Find cheese. The longer it sits in that cellar, the stronger the cheese gets. Just store the stuff and use it when you need it. Don't just, like, put it all in the same fridge. Just fucking cheese, olives, fucking milk, chocolates. Like, can't find anything. Store it. Order it. Know where the cheese is. Know where the wine is. Save it for a great day. Store that knowledge about the pyramids when you were sleeping in your head. They need to think <laughs> about it all the time, but it's there. I don't yeah. think about stuff anymore, but it's there when I can, when I need to speak about it. I don't know it's there until I speak about it, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck do I know cheese was made? Oh, I listened to it when I was 21 on YouTube. That's it. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it's hard to control my thoughts. Sorry, just to clarify, did you say thoughts as in, or do you mean thoughts as in like, (laughs) (laughs) you you, you eat eat some some, some like, you know, chow mein, you can't stop farting. Your mum's like, can you stop farting? Go and take a shit. I'm like, I can't help it, mum. I just can't control my farts. <laughs> Go on, carry on. Yeah, thoughts. Thoughts in your head. Not farts in your yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> um also one of the reasons why you probably take a while to start a sentence is because you're thinking about it before. So you like you're listening to the voice in your head and then responding. It's almost like 
asking your dad, can I go out after my homework? And he goes, no, you can't. And then you say to your friend, sorry, I can't go out because your dad said. So the dad is a dependent voice. The voice in our head is a dependent voice. The voice of God. We ask it for advice first. Rather than asking, be present. Don't ask the voice. Should I tidy my room? And then the voice says, yeah, because you didn't do it yesterday. Just tidy your room. And that is when you become present, when you stop procrastinating on thoughts and voices and neurons, just being present. Think about how much time you spend asking that voice before you do something. If you were just to just to do it, imagine every thought takes 10 seconds of speaking to that voice. Should I wake up? Nah, same there for a little longer. <laughs> All that time adds up where if you just did it, you just have fucking hours spare. And that's the same for every human on the planet, not just you. I was that person where I used to spend my life asking the voice first, then just doing it. And I realized that voice is just me relaying back my own thoughts. So just do them. You know, shall I go to the casino? Hmm. Just, just fucking go if you want to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I just don't trust myself. I've noticed, right, that you will sort of go into your head first and then say it as if you don't think what you're going to say is going to be valuable. So next time you're about to go into your head before you speak, speak out loud. So whatever you hear in your head before you speak to me, speak out loud and trust that it is good enough. It is worthy to be heard. So right now, just go straight in to saying what you would say to yourself. And the more you do that, the more confidence you get from speaking out loud. And the less you see people are judging, so the more confident you feel speaking. And it's a vicious circle where you just want to keep speaking. I used to live in my head. I used to have no confidence. I used to be so nervous. I couldn't speak at school, couldn't speak to girls, scared of rejection. I didn't believe in myself. In my head, I was the smartest human alive, but I couldn't speak it out loud to show that I was. And therefore, I just kept mumbling and stuttering, and I never spoke it out loud. And so I kept going into my head. It's a vicious circle. You drive yourself to possession. Speak out loud. Get that voice out. And you'll see the response and people will see you're really smart and they won't judge you. And you'll want to speak more like me where you don't stop speaking like me. And you, you have so much self-belief that you just have so, so much self-belief you're God. I mean, I have three languages in my head. so <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So. I speak three languages. Well, like, it doesn't matter the language. Just speak your yeah. thoughts out loud. And work it out as you're speaking like me. I'm working out what I'm saying as I'm speaking. Whereas you, for example, and others, they might think about what to say, then say it. Too too long. Person's already moved on. Can't wait for you to speak. Just trust your wisdom and speak. Work it out as you go along. And the more you speak, the quicker you get at working out what you're trying to say. Where you will just say it without thinking. You've got to trust this process. Every brain is the same. Yeah, it's hard though, I think. Cause it is hard. I think it's like I think it's like conditioning from childhood. It's like you can't say everything that you want to say. That is absolutely true. Um yeah. our parents restrict us from saying things, teachers restrict us from saying things, our friends and what they believe impact what we should be believing so we don't say things because they might think this is weird or what you want about absolutely right but that's this thing about as i said should you deal with everything that comes into your life should you deal with friends who are calling you who you don't want to see ask yourself why because you can't be yourself around them i was the same anyone i couldn't be myself around i said goodbye to i didn't see them again yeah I love them. We can play football together. Tennis. I can't be myself around you. That's my fault. Because we went to the same school, for example. It has no reflection on you as a person. We're just not the same. And the more you hang around people where you're not the same, the more you restrict your thoughts. If you're at a family Christmas event, for example, and you've got a a negative uncle or grandma who says you should be 
getting a job in as a doctor and you're like, no, mum, I'm a YouTuber. She's not going to understand. So you're not going to bother speaking to her because it's not going to fit her language. So you keep it in your head. So yeah. spend more time with people where you can speak more of yourself and they get you and they understand you and they listen, they respect you. That is what people need to do. You've got too many Muslims around Christians arguing about the same fucking thing. It's both God, just your version in your own language. Hang around Christians, Muslims hang around Muslims. Now you can speak and there's all harmony. If you put them together, they're going to argue the same fucking thing. It's a duck. No, it's a duck. I know it's a duck, but it's a fucking duck. Yes, but it's a da- damn duck. Yes, but it's a duck. They're arguing about that duck being a duck. It's a, it's a duck. But in, in their language, it's a, I don't know, a, a duke. And in the other language, it's a duck. But it's the same thing. So again, they're not in harmony with their own beliefs and thoughts. And that's okay. That's just the way the world is. But you can either go down this path and mingle with everyone and expect to be the same and fit in. Or you can realise we're not. Hang around with people that are in harmony with your thoughts. And it doesn't matter what colour you are, what country you come from. It's just your thoughts have to align with the other person's thoughts. Spend time with people that are your reflections. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If your person, people around you don't reflect you, you're not symmetrical. And in life, everything needs to be symmetrical. If you look at trees, they all look the same pretty much. They've got branches and they grow upright. Yeah, if you look at flowers, they're always symmetrical. Petals, they're always symmetrical. Bees and, and zebras, their patterns are symmetrical. If you look at someone and you don't feel symmetrical, there's an issue. You need to find yeah. symmetry around you. Be around people who, you know, think the same. Be around women, for example, who you know, find you attractive. Don't hang around women who are too good looking for you. You're never going to get them. What's the point? You're not symmetrical. They need to look at you and see, oh, he's hot. Not look at him. That's just not how it works. You need to be symmetrical. Life is about symmetry. Everything, yin and yang, it's the symmetry. It's the opposite. You know, the same, but the opposite. Yeah. I feel like there's like no opposites though. It's just like different degrees. Like hot and cold. It's like the same spectrum, but it's just different degrees. Yeah, it's all energy. It's just different frequencies. And we we explain that as hot or cold. It's just a different yeah. vibration. Negative, positive, hot, cold. Just a different vibration. So opposites are one thing. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Energy is all one, but we are human. So we're made up of the same energy, but because we can't physically go into each other, like two triangles going into each other, two squares going into each other, two different humans are essentially a square and a triangle. We're all shapes. We're all energy, the same energy, but we don't fit each other means we're not exactly the same we don't think exactly the same our biology isn't exactly the same you've got the same dna as your dad for example but you're not exactly the same because you've got your mums as well so we can't go exactly into one right so therefore when you know this you realize you have no choice but to be aware of this and and surround yourself with people and things that are as symmetrical as you as possible for example your girlfriend for example isn't going to be identical but she's going to be more alike to you than other guys for example technically if she's supposed to be with you but she's not going to be exactly the same as you because if you study pyramids and she doesn't then your knowledge is going to be different you're going to be different vibration you're not going to be the same so you're going to be the same (laughs) yeah go on different vibrations yeah. It's almost like walking a mountain. You meet people along the way. When you get to the top, that is where you want to be with other people. The people who can get to the top too have the same energy as you because it took energy to get up there, mental strength, physical strength. 
You want to be people at the top. You do not want to be around people along the way because you bypass their energy. If their energy was strong enough, they would have got to the top. But it didn't. They stopped halfway. So therefore, you've got more energy than them. So you can't be hanging around with people who stop halfway up the mountain because their energy is weaker than yours. So therefore, they're not going to be in harmony with you. Yeah, but I think it takes time to tell people are similar to you. Like their energy. And it's, it's hard to always find like people that are similar to you. Absolutely agree. Um, what I will say is that you have to trust the law of attraction and trust the universe. Trust God that if you take the steps like removing friends who don't serve your purpose, ordering your bedroom so you know where everything is, letting go of the past, remove, uh, removing school paintings and books and stuff, memories, you let go of the past, you will spring forward into the future. And everything that you want, the you that you want to be, and the people you want to surround yourself with, they are in the future on a different frequency. They are hanging around people on the same frequency as them. You may be the same frequency as them, but right now you're, you're stuck in the past, which means your frequency isn't the same as them at the moment, which means you are here and they are, say, two miles ahead. So they're there. You've got to catch up. If you try to run, you can't. Why? You're stuck in the past. Your bedroom's full of shit. Your computer's full of crappy files. Your emails are flooded. Your diet's shit. Your garage is cluttered. You, you, you're in debt. You don't, you, don't have a, you don't have a clue about finances. You know, you've got to sort all this shit out and then you spring yourself into the future. You're going back in time, untangle the knots. Each knot takes a portion of string length. It's the same length rope. When you tie a knot, you shorten it. If you untie the knots, the rope extends. And then you end up with everyone on your frequency in the future. Yeah. It's kind of complicated, you think? It is very really. complicated if you don't have guidance, a.k.a. constant mentorship. I could teach anyone this. I've not got the time to teach fucking every human this. So all I can suggest is go on YouTube, type in Law of Attraction videos, the secret video, <laughs> and they will autoplay to the next one. And it will take you on the journey that I've been on and that people who are enlightened go on. It will just take you on the journey. Listen to them as you sleep. They will all connect. Your brain will untie things. It will figure things out. It will all make sense. You will get there. But you can't just watch a few. You've got to keep watching it for weeks and months and months and months until you get it. Until you start tidying your room because you've just had an enormous ball of inspiration. You keep watching that video until it inspires the fuck out of you. Until you shave your hair off. Until you bin your clothes. Until you tidy your bedroom. Until you go and ask your mum if she needs help. She'll be like, are you feeling Okay. You never ask for help. You feel good about yourself. You're asking her for help. You're asking to help her. Now you're serving. Now you feel good. You put an energy out there. It's coming back. You ask your friends if they need a lift anywhere. And they say, yes, thank you. And then they give you a lift. It's just how it works. You've got to be in that flow state. If you didn't have a mentor like I didn't when I worked all this stuff out, I just had YouTube. If you have the initial drive and the initial seed to change, you will take yourself down that journey. But if you've not got the seed, you're not going to change. No weeds grow from no seed. Every weed grows from one seed. And a whole forest can grow from that one seed. But if you haven't got the seed, so YouTube videos... Listen to them at night. 100%. You will, you will absorb 100% of everything you learn at night time. 
Whereas in the day, if you were to listen, your phone would be pinging, your mum would be saying, Where's, where do you put my fucking shoe? The dog's barking, the neighbours. You your, your attention span would be like 30, 40%. Wasting your time. Sleep, 100%. During the day, you'll learn 60% in 12 hours. And night... Hours. And you will know it all. Whereas in the day, you'll have to go over stuff to try and understand it. Whereas when you sleep... Your brain puts it together. It's like an algorithm. It will match up potential mutual friends on Facebook without you having to do it yourself. What does that tell you about the algorithm? If the algorithm can predict who you're going to meet and you end up meeting them, they're giving you the future. If your algorithm says, do you know this person and this person, that means you're probably going to meet them. So go into the future Call up your friend and say, let's meet your cousin. If he says, why? Facebook predict that I'm going to be a mutual friend with them soon. So I'm just speaking from the future. Let's do something now. As opposed to you saying, hey, I'm with my cousin. Let's do something. You've now saved yourself three weeks worth of procrastination. If a mutual friend pops up, call them up. Do something. Don't wait to meet them and then add them on Facebook. It's predicting the future. Yeah. Do it now. Call yeah. that person now. You know what I mean? Facebook can predict the future. What does that say? That we can predict the future. How does it do that? Energy algorithm. It realizes these people like these certain things, and these certain things attract these types of people, and these types of people attract these types of people. It's just energy vibration, frequencies going up. Walkie talkie, channel five, channel six, channel seven, channel eight, channel nine. The universe is fucking powerful. And we have all the power. The good news is if you want to change, you can. But if you don't want to change, you won't. But if you do, you can become as smart as me. Because I was that person trapped in my brain. No friends. Unhappy, bad breath, spots, no girlfriend, hated school, hated life, wanted to kill myself, diet was shit. That's it. I've been to the bottom of hell, and now I'm at the top of heaven. So anyone can do it. But you need to have that initial seed. Yeah. I really want change. What I will suggest <laughs> for you is get your phone, talk to your phone, the video, for 10 minutes every night. Record yourself talking to yourself for 10 minutes as if you're speaking to someone else, but you're speaking to yourself. Play back. You won't like it. It will make you feel uncomfortable. You'll cringe. You'll hate your voice. You'll think, wow, is that what I look like? Is that what I sound like? It's about learning to love yourself. For example... I've got a tiny cock. I'm half Chinese, quarter Chinese. I used to get bullied about it when I was younger. Because you think about having a big cock, it means so much. It's bollocks. It doesn't mean jack shit. So therefore, look at your cock in the mirror and see how tiny it is. Look how fucking tiny you are. But you can still wee and you can still come and impregnate women. That's all I need a penis for. So what difference does the size make? The point is this, that by looking at the video of you speaking will force you to see your weaknesses and learn to love them. And you'll get comfortable at hearing yourself speak. And therefore, when you speak to people, because you're comfortable with hearing yourself, you'll be comfortable with them hearing yourself. Whereas if you're not comfortable hearing yourself speak, whenever you open your mouth to someone, you'll think they're judging me. And you'll think that they are judging my voice. They're not judging your voice. You're just another fucking human talking. You're judging yourself. You don't love yourself. So by listening to yourself speaking on video for 10 minutes every night, will force you to love yourself, to love your voice, to hear your voice, to see what you look like, to listen to your sound. I used to hate my voice on camera. I used to hate watching me. Because my cock ain't going to change anytime soon. I'm not going to change. That's it. Love it or chop it off. I didn't want to chop off my cock. So I had to learn to love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I was like, what, shoot me, boy, for 80 years? We might as well get along, eh? 
Try that. Record yourself speaking until you love yourself. You'll cringe, but keep doing it. It will change. You won't get a six-pack overnight, but you might get a six-pack in six, in six weeks. Speak to yourself for six weeks. You'll love yourself. I used to hate myself. I used to fucking hate myself. I wanted to die. Now I love myself. I'm God's gift. I am God. Everyone needs to have the attitude of feeling like they're God. It's not about whether you're God or not. It's about feeling the power of anything and, and the power God has. And he can do anything. I believe I can. It doesn't matter whether I can or not. It's besides the point. It's a belief that I can. The belief creates confidence. Right. It's been about an hour. Do you want to plug <laughs> social media, websites, or anything you want to right now to my 600 million listeners worldwide? Um, I would do my Instagram. Yeah, it's called it's called Archangel. A R A R C H C H A N G E L. Yeah, and uh, that's really it. Okay, anything else you want to say before I stop recording? Um, not really. Just really fun talking. Right, okay. Wait there, I'm just going to press stop and I will say goodbye. Wait there. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have many more for you to listen to, so go back and have a look at the old ones. Also, make sure that you have subscribed and notifications are turned on so you know when I've released a new one. Follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. Have a great day.